This year, tens of thousands of people right here off of I-80, I-90 Toll Road in Elkhart, Indiana, stopped by the RV Hall of Fame. Tune in to my conversation with Daryl Searer to find out all the reasons why. Daryl, I want to thank you so much for taking some time today. We are coming to you live here in Heritage Hall, talking to the president of the Heritage Foundation here at the RV and Manufactured Home Hall of Fame, Mr. Daryl Searer. Before we get into you know the three tremendous values that I think that you're giving to everybody, the tens of thousands that come here each and every year, let's talk at first about you and your leadership and the beginning of the RV Hall of Fame. How did it all come to be? Actually, it started back in 1972. So this next year is going to be our 50th anniversary. And uh, it, it started as a... Um, uh, a foundation to honor the founding fathers of both the recreational vehicle industry and the manufactured housing, the RVMH. The, the RV, of course, is recreational vehicles. MH is not motorhome, it's manufactured housing. And then we, uh, each year, we honor at least 10, five from each industry, and they're inducted into the Hall of Fame. They're up on the wall, and in the last 49 years, well, now we've we have the class of 2022 already uh, chosen. So uh, there's about 450 on the wall. And so many people, as I said, tens of thousands of people that come here every year to see mostly the museum. They don't know about really all the efforts of our pioneers and you and our leadership team. One thing that I learned in our conversation, you guys are in fact a 501c3 nonprofit, you don't receive government funding. So can you just kind of talk about the importance of that and really what makes then the Heritage Foundation so unique? Well, it's uh, when this building was built, it, first of all, we were in downtown Elkhart in a very small building, which was almost a library and a half a dozen units okay. uh, on display. And then when we built this out here on the toll road, which was much more visible sitting on 40 acres and uh, the original footprint here of this building is 85,000 square feet. And uh, the fact that we have part of this as an event center gives us the income that we need to fund the 501c3 part of this. So um, that's why we've avoided having any kind of uh, uh, funds from, uh, from the government at all. And uh, if we go back... Um, in March, uh, March of 2022 will be my 10th anniversary here. And when I first started, it was five and a half million in debt and really no way to pay. Yeah. And that's when we turned uh, part of the museum into an event center and that got us out of trouble. And so today we have um, about 52 cents out of every dollar is positive cash flow. So Daryl, as we were talking, we're right here off you know, I-80, I-90 toll road. 25 million people are passing by this beautiful facility. What is the reason? Why do they need to come in here and check this place out? Well, as the lighted sign says, day or night, you can tell what it is. It says that it's the RV and MH museums. Mm -hmm. That's what they want to come in and see is the museums. If they come to the RV museum, they're going to see units starting back in 1913. They're going to see famous units like the Mae West motorhome that was built for her lure her away from vaudeville into the paramount studios we've got a pierce arrow they only built three motor homes back in 1928 the stock market crashed in 29 they never built another one so we have one of three actually one of two because one burned up in a fire so there's this may be the only one left in the world so it's unique things like that that they're going to see here 
that they won't see anywhere else in the world. We've got a 1913 Earl trailer built on a production line in California. Thought to be in the Guinness Book of Records as the, as the first production RV ever built. Of course, you look inside of it and there's nothing in there but sleeping quarters because there were no appliances and so forth in those days that you could put into an RV. And what's interesting is you go from, from that in 1913 to today, you know, 2021, um, the lifestyle is pretty much the same. Yeah. It's just the amenities that you can take with you and, and all the different uses. Actually, an RV today is, is pretty much uh, uh, gives you the freedom to uh, pursue whatever your passion may be, whether it's tailgating at a football game, it's fishing, it's hunting, it's it, whatever, just traveling and seeing this beautiful country. So uh, I think that's why RVs have uh, endured and will continue to endure for many years to come. So, you know, for the guests that want to come here, they come in, they can get a day pass, they can become an annual member. But to your point, they'll be able to see not only the evolution of innovation, but you have worked very, very hard to capture as much about history and have it documented, you know, along their journey here on this path. You know, the parents, kids, they're really going to have a great experience here. What you guys have built is unbelievable. And then there's another kind of, I guess, level of value that you provide to a lot of people that maybe the little kids aren't going to enjoy as much, but you guys have assembled one of the biggest libraries available. Can you kind of just talk about, again, for people that want to come, again, whether it's for that day, they're passing through, or they want that annual membership, what are, what, what's the value that you're providing them in that massive library that you have? Well, that, uh, the Massive Library is uh, getting close to 25,000 publications in there. Wow. And it, it gives you a, a complete history of any and all of the uh, magazines that were, that were ever uh, printed. It also has blue books on, uh, like you have on an automobile, okay. on RVs, and you can look back and see that. And it's interesting because we've had a lot of manufacturers uh, back in the mid-'80s is when they started putting slide-outs okay. on fifth wheels and motorhomes and so forth. And, and uh, they, they would come here to use that library to see, you know, what, was, what had been done and so forth. And some of them were trying to sue others, that sure. sort of thing. Well, I, I said, before you go too far, I want to bring you down to this 1915 Model T. It has a triple slide out on it. It was called a telescoping apartment in 1915. And of course, today you have uh, slide outs with five slide outs on a fifth wheel and and so forth so it's interesting how the the ingenuity of the people way back over a hundred years ago come up with ideas of that we're seeing today that yeah, we think are the how first to expand time. an rv yeah sure so really the library then it's trade publication it's also manuals references so a great opportunity for people and i know we're seeing it too right you and i had talked off, off camera about you know now people want to do these restorations and they want things to match back to that time utilizing the resources of the library would be a tremendous help to those people that they can't find easily on the internet that's true if they especially if they go into the uh, uh, the retail magazines like trailer life they okay. and they're all in order a year at a time going way back to the very first one so if they've got a say a 1955 or whatever unit that they've got it they want to know what it looked like they can go through a 1955 magazine from trailer life and look at the ads in there and see what they look like the floor plans while well, they looked inside and outside and and then restore it 
to, to match that era. All right, well, now I want to talk about the third leg of value, which I think is the most tremendous because you and the team have worked so hard to make it top-class, state-of-the-art. I'm not just talking about the event center. I want to talk about your vision of where we're at today and to be filling this lot, you've provided electric, you have two dump stations, you invite, you want guests to come and stay here. Can you kind of just talk about what you want to make darn sure you had in place here so people felt comfortable and they had the opportunity to actually camp here on site? Uh, a matter of fact, uh, just a couple of years ago, we become Harvest Host okay. uh, uh, members and, and uh, the Harvest Host people can come in. We do not charge them anything as long as they come to the museum. Okay. And of course, they love that anyway. Yeah. So, uh, so that's really uh, that's really a great thing. And we have a million square feet of blacktop out there, and we have uh, room to have rallies up to 300 units, and they can have um, electric. All of them would have electric at their at their campers. Okay. Uh, then we have a couple dump stations that they can use on the way out. We're, we're only trying to do three-day rallies. Okay. We want them to come in on Monday, have fun on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and leave on Friday. And, and we have water available, potable water out there. So uh, uh, we have everything they need. Plus, we have place that they can do their entertainment, like the Pavilion or Ingram Hall or any of the places here. So we really, and the, the benefit that they have in addition to holding their rally there is coming to see the museum. Wow. So, and as people are listening to, you know, something that I'm thinking about, it's great if, if you're a, a private group, so you don't have to be an organization. You just would have to obviously contact, make sure the schedule's available, let you guys know how many people are going to be being, you know, be here. But you guys do much more than just RV people. Can you kind of talk about with the event center and all the resources that you have in place, this is an ideal location for any entity for any occasion. Can you kind of talk about maybe who you've had as past customers here? Oh, wow. <clears throat> of course, in the RV industry, we've, we, we've had what they call the power breakfast, which just happened a few weeks ago. And um, that's always sold out. Uh, we have what's called the prayer breakfast RV as well. And then we, uh, as we get into uh, like class reunions, uh, graduation parties, we have quinceaneras, we have uh, Comic-Con, which is very large. We also have the RV Super Show here. And if that's not enough, let's talk about the future. What are you and the team working on that's happening just on the other side of where we're standing? Well, it's the new uh, uh, manufactured housing museum. And it starts back in the covered wagon days, and it takes you right up to the modern modern day units that are uh, actually energy efficient, almost energy free, uh, from solar energy and and state state of the art housing, and um, and then there'll be at least nine interactive displays there. And when they go through there, they they come out of there, they're going to say, "Wow, I didn't know that homes built on factory production lines could be like this." Yeah. And they're really, really something to see. Now, when is this expected to be completed? It'll be uh, completed grand opening by the end of June. So for all of you listening, all of you watching, if you want to come and see a bit of Americana and the history and the progression of traveling the open road to where we are today and even the future, you can get that here. You want to go to the gift shop, you can get that here. You want to learn about all these resources and manuals of one of the biggest libraries for RVs and manufactured housing? You can get that here. And lastly, 
If you're on that road and you're nearby, you can camp here through Harvest Host. If you're any organization, any group, and you want to host a large event, you can get all of that here at the RV Hall of Fame. Daryl, thank you so much for taking some time and just sharing all the great things that you and the team are doing each and every day to make this better. Congratulations on your soon-to-be 50th anniversary, and we look forward to many more great things happening here with your leadership. I'm Will Miller, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Launching Life's Journeys podcast brought to you by Heartland RVs. Stay tuned for our next destination.